Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Now, you know that when we have these conversations, I try my best to make sure that we're not inadequately talking about anyone's grandbaby because we ain't want to gossip and you ain't heard it from us, right? But today, I think she's, <laughs> I think she's on something different, and I'll tell you why. I received a text message this morning from someone that I will call a friend. And she told me, just gave me kind of a heads up. She's like, hey, now let me give you a little bit of background. So this particular person, it, you know what time I, it is so hard to try to tell you these stories sometimes because I'm trying to protect the names of the innocent. You see where I'm going with that? And it's like, how do you get around? So I'm in my head like, okay. Don't say that. Don't say this. And sometimes it's just like the shackles on my feet that don't let me dance, like the Mary Mary said. So I think I'm going to have to just come out and just, I can't. I got to take that armor off. It doesn't work for me. I feel robotic. So here, here we go. A friend of mine did an article on me on her particular platform called The Roots and the Vines. She wanted me to go into a little bit of my story because, you know, she saw me as the underdog or saw where I was the underdog at some point in my life. And she's seen this rise and this glow up and was like, yo, we got to get together and I got to put a pin to this situation and I got to put it on this article. And I'm like, cool. So I was all for it. I was very careful because I understood that my story includes other people, uh, you know, little characters, if you will, that may or may not want the story to be told in a certain light. So I made sure that I traveled in the aircraft of my truth without hitting the turbulence of someone else's embarrassment. You see what I'm saying? And so with that, I was very careful. I, when she sent it to me, I was like, ah, change that part. Not to make it where I'm deleting the truth, but just it can be said a little bit more tastefully. Or I put myself in the other person's shoes and I'm like, uh, I wouldn't want it to be read like that if it were me. You know, I have children, I have children, my children have fathers, their fathers have families. It's like, so I'm going through the navigational steps of, yeah, but that's not really what I wanted to portray in this person. Because my ultimate goal is never to have it where it's like, ooh, he did that to you. Oh my goodness, how could he? Because these people still have to live lives. And, you know, who knows where this article will find its hands or, you know, where, what kind of, platform of influence I will get in the near future but I never want to be the person that has the tailcoat of I just pretty much painted the town red with my truth and I didn't really consider anyone else's feeling or their perspective as long as I did it tastefully then I can rest assured and say I feel okay so with that being said the person that did the article my girl Kim hey Kim uh for the roots and the vines she sent me a text. She was like, I don't know if this is going to trigger you. Or, you know, she was very careful. She tiptoed, but she came to me because that's what real friends do. That's, you know, New York stand up. And she pretty much told me that my daughter's father outreached her and felt like he was defamation of character or what have you. I don't know. And so she, you know, so I just told her, I said, listen, <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. And unfortunately, I hate that you're on the crossfire for it. Because she was like, how did he even know about the article? Like, she was confused. She's, she had to send me the email to say, is this his name? And I was like, yeah, that's him. 
And so we eventually got to the conversation of me saying, it's not surprising, but I'm not going to stop living my truth because someone else has this vendetta of feeling like I want to go around and paint over every canvas that I ever touch. I can't have that kind of pressure on me. And I love like when I hear Joyce Meyer, when she talks about her first husband that she had kid a kid by, oh, she says he ran off with other women. He was a, a petty theft. He, you know, left her and the baby stranded. I mean, he she says some stuff that often has me like, is he still alive? Because you... And how does your first son feel about the way that you talk about his father? Oh, my goodness. And so there is a profound freedom when she talks about her past. And I eventually want to get to that place. But because some people have done some very ugly things, I try to make sure that I'm like, hmm. You know, let's give everybody's grandbaby the benefit of a doubt that you possibly can be growing from a situation. And maybe that was the former you and that's no longer, you know, if someone was to pull up the record of my past, I would be like, ah, yeah, but that was 22 year old me. Like, can we give her a little bit of a pass, though? Like, that's before I really understood, you know, the importance of flossing and brushing. Like, can we get it? She has a different mindset. You you feel me? Uh, That's when she used to eat chitterlings, you know. Um, she's a little bit different now. And so I try to have that same outlook when I'm looking at other people. But when I got that text message this morning from my girl, Kim, I was just like, you know what? Any other addition of me prior to the growth that I have accomplished right now would have tried to, you know, um, patch up what could be said. And, you know, if he says, and I felt no inkling to do anything of the sort, And I thought about different times that pain has pushed and promoted people. And I just wanted to come on this phone to let you know, permit the pain, even if it's from a pain in the butt. You see what I'm saying? Like right after Jesus went ahead in the Bible and fed the 5,000 plus people with the fish and the loaves, he then sent the disciples off and we already know what's coming up next. He sent them into the storm, right? Had it not been for the storm, Peter would have never walked on water. He would have never walked on water. Had it not been for the woman with the issue of blood getting to the end of her rope and feeling like, bruh, she's been bleeding for 12 years. The Bible says that she spent all the money that she can possibly have. Like at this point, bruh, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, (laughs) like at this point, it's just despair.com backslash me at this point. And for her, if she would have never been at the end of her rope, she would have never had the faith enough to feel like, let me just touch the hem of his garment because I know I'm going to be healed. If it were not for the fact that Judas was literally created to pave the way for Calvary, we all would have been in trouble because we would not have a a savior. We would not have the Messiah on our side. And I just got to the point that my posture is, let Judas do what Judas came to do. There are unfortunately certain people in your life that was just initiated to birth the Calvary in your situation. It's just so Pharaoh 
if there was never a Pharaoh, we would have never seen the mighty power that God really has through the plagues. It wouldn't have been no reason to part no Red Sea. There wouldn't have been any reason to, for it to rain manna. It has never rained manna ever, 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 ever prior to that or after that ever. But we were able to see some awesome things from God just because we had a Pharaoh that we had to, God had to go ahead and show up on. You, you feel me? And so I want you to look at the very situation in your life right now. And I want you to look at the Judases. I want you to look at the, oh my gosh, every time I turn around, there's something. There should be something. There should be. There should be. Listen, do you know how many times Mary had to run back, back, forth, and forth, Aaliyah style, because she had to go ahead and protect Jesus in her? There were certain people that were in command and in authoritative positions that were like, nope, want you to go ahead and kill Hebrew boys. Nope, want you to go ahead and do. And so there's a certain amount of protection and just finagling and finessing that you have to do to protect yours. We're not, we're not necessarily running from trouble. We're running from the fact that sometimes we run too far away from the base of God. If you're close to God, then you're on base. It can't harm you. It cannot touch you. Judas was a part of Jesus's ministry for three years. And the whole time, Jesus knew, I already know your position in my life, sir. I already know. So telling it back to me, I already know what certain people's positions are in my life. I'm not, I'm not confused. I'm not hurt. I'm not anything that will make it like, uh, let me just tell you the beauty of the Joyce Meyer story. This is why it does something to me. So her first husband, I have no idea what his name is. Um, God bless him. Shouts out to whoever that grandbaby is. But she named her child that she had with her first husband, David. Went on to live life. And the man that she has been married to now for at this point, I think it's like almost 40 years or something to that effect. His name is David. And so I literally heard her say in a sermon, man, almost seems like God had a plan for me, huh? Which is beautiful. And let me tell you one of the main reasons why things of this sort don't make me feel some kind of way. I'm not ashamed to pick up the phone and let you know, listen, I didn't choose too well <laughs> my first time around the block of marriage. I didn't do well. And I've and I've been honest with you before. You remember me telling you this. You know, I, I don't ha try to portray this holier than thou. I've made some mistakes, but let me explain something to you. I am so solidified in who I am and where I'm going that any of my prior Judases that's trying to come up and kind of like, hey, I want to be the tell-all, you know, like what Chick did with Whitney Houston, you were her best friend slash lover, so now you feel like now that she's going to let me go ahead and say some stuff. Or the dude who went to prom with Beyonce, he wants to go on, you know, whatever interview and tell his side of the story, even though it wasn't nothing bad. But it's just like, why are people always trying to be the resurrected one? Like, let Jesus do the resurrection. Why do y'all try to come back from places that we buried you? You're done. Why are you even here? There's no room for you in the growth that I've done. You are so far behind, it's ridiculous. You might as well, you're coming in a hundredth place at this point. And it's only a platform for three people, first, second, and third place. At this point, you're number 100. What are you doing? And I get passionate on anything that looks like it is trying to withhold 
someone else's growth. There will never be another human on this green and blue earth that breathes the air that I breathe, that has the power enough to put me in a shackle that God did not put me in. I'm very clear, Paul and Silas, when they were in shackles, they were in chains, they were in jail. They were there because God had a plan for that. And then what happened at the midnight hour? It went ahead and changed. The, the doors opened, angels came in. Listen, God can do some powerful things. So if it wasn't a shackle assigned by God, I don't recognize it. And I want you to get to a place. You hear this passion in my voice? Because I'm just, I kind of feel like the enemy thinks that we don't know our power. And for some cases and instances, that is the truth. But baby, let me explain something to you. Now that I understand how this thing called life is played, you're playing with the wrong one. I'm very clear on Romans 8.28. I'm very clear that that particular scripture verse says, all things work together for those who love the Lord and who are called to do. Listen, I know my scripture. And even if I don't know verbatim, the Holy Spirit is going to remind me. And even if the Holy Spirit doesn't remind me or I don't connect to that, I have the Holy Spirit with me. I have too much in my arsenal for me to lose to a past or current Judas. Do what you came to do, Judas, so we can get Calvary popping. You understand? And I'm speaking to you like this because there's too many times that we have tripped over the familiar rocks or hurdles that's coming into the future. And we're either getting scared or we're getting a posture that God said, listen, I don't know what you're doing. You win. This thing has been TiVo'd. These little nuances and gnats, like, please don't pay too much attention to that. Like I told you before, I wonder how far Peter would have walked if he didn't pay attention to the storm. What are you paying attention to? These past situations trying to resurrect itself? The people whispering in the dark about you, and then, but they're not really kind of about it enough to say it in light? And even if they say it in light, who's really their audience? And even if they have an audience, who cares, bruh? Who cares? At this point, living for a party of one, and he is the one. And, and that's my entire stance. Ten toes deep in this thing. You, I'm taking the power out of anybody else's mic because I'm going to tell my story. Except that my story and my truth is going to be told with such a grace and finesse that it's going to almost look angelic. You understand? I'm making a profound stance. I'm not running around trying to, in case y'all hear something, you know, like I used to look back on celebrities and be like, I cannot be famous. I would be at every radio station all the time, clearing the air, trying to do whatever. But like, you know, that was prior me who cared about what people thought and felt like, you know, I wanted to go ahead and have people like me and have a proper view of me. Listen, the Bible says you follow God. He will give you favor with both man and God. And as far as I'm, I'm under, you know, the impression that man and God means that he's going to give you favor, that if you go ahead and get right with God, it trickles down for what he already feels for you. But as far as I'm concerned the only part of that scripture that stands out to me is that I get favor with God yeah it's cool to have it with the people that's breathing the air that I breathe but it's not a necessity for me that you know I'm on this whole freedom walk right at this point anything that looks like it can spell shackle looks like it can form shackle I'm just all things shackle assassin like let me put me in coach 
It's an absolute positively no ma'am, no sir situation for me on all accounts. And I am so furious at no one but the devil. And I, I, it's to the point that it's like, you know what? I used to be in the playground of life on the other side looking like, oh, okay, the devil was this big bully and I felt a little bit scared. And, oh, wait, is, is, is it looking my way? Oh, no. And I tried to hide behind, you know, the schemes and, and I, I didn't want to be in the front line and I was scared and I was just a shaking in the boots. And now I'm just like, yo. I'm in this playground called life because God put me here. He trusts me. I'm going to play my double dutch freely. I'm going to play my hopscotch freely. I'm going to play my tag you it freely. I'm going to live this thing called life freely. I'm not being bullied by anyone who doesn't have power. So you see me, I see you, we see each other seeing each other. How about that? But no longer will I navigate through my life feeling like, yeah, but if I speak about this thing, then, you know, um, what if it doesn't happen and I get embarrassed? Or what if I speak it and I give power to it? Or what if I would if, listen, what if don't have a date of birth or social security number? So why am I giving it so much heartbeat? You understand what I'm saying? Why? Why? At this point, I am so about that life. Come get it if you want it, bruh. <laughs> like, I'm about it. Not because I did an extra set of push-ups, sit-ups, or anything in between the ups. It's just the fact that I'm perfectly in line with God in this little point that I trust that he's going to tell me what to do, what to say, what not to do, what not to say. And at this point, I am so free in my living that anything around me that is not assigned to that is dead living to me. They're zombies. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to live this life. I apologize. So as much as I would like to go ahead on the front news of any other paper or platform or article or what have you and just give my truth of, no, let me tell you what really happened. No, he knows what really happened. And I'm referring to my daughter's dad. He knows what happened. More importantly, God knows what happened. More importantly, I don't have a reason to lie, sir. Ma'am, <laughs> I just, I don't. And where I sit in this thing called life right now is I will not be bullied to be quiet. I will not be bullied to feel like, ooh, maybe I'm, maybe my truth is ruffling too many feathers, so maybe I need to go ahead and be quiet. You know, there was once a time that I felt like I didn't want to tell too much of my story on any platform because um, it included, a lot of it included my mother. And I felt like, what if my family turned against me because of the things that I said about my mother? And it was like, that was really my truth at that time. I would rather be quiet and not express or share my pain or hurts or trials, what have you, um, off of the, the back that I just didn't want my family looking at me crazy. And then it got to the point that I had to actually live my entire truth. I love my family um, to pieces, elemental P. And I love um, everything that they will possibly have to think about me. But I love God too much to live this experienced life and not share it with anyone so that it can heal them. Sorry. That's just it. <laughs> that is my unsolicited, unfiltered, un-un-truth. So I am clear that as you're walking this thing called life 
And the closer that you're getting to your calling and the closer that you're getting to your purpose and the more aligned that you get with God, yeah, it's going to feel like, bruh, come on, another thing and another thing. And you're going to feel like life circumstances is DJ Khaled on it, like another one. Like, come on, sir. Like, I'm trying to do good. But you know what? I changed that entire mindset to be I welcome it. Because now I look at it like, what are you trying to teach me? What is your purpose? Because I understand that troubles have expiration dates. I don't. God is going to complete his work in me, the Bible says, until the date of completion. Which means that in that entire process of completing me, he's going to have to use different props. And sometimes those props come in the form of, you know, discomfort. And I'm okay with that. So this particular discomfort guy, what is it supposed to teach me? What's his time frame? And let me pull the needle out of the hay so I can go ahead and move forward. Because I progress. This trouble doesn't. You stand me. You know, and I know I feel like I'm rapping right now. I'm hitting you with a solid 16, like nothing more, nothing less. Because at this point, it just feels like, listen, you know how you felt like before I was a geek? Yeah, before I was scared. Yeah, I used to be a nerd in the spirit. Like, yeah, I don't I don't mean no harm. And, you know, I was kind of like, you know, passive-aggressive, people-pleasing. But, but now I feel like Bruno in these streets in the spirit realm. You understand? I feel like I did a solid, like... I bench pressed 200,000 on them. And it's just a different lifestyle when you see it that way. This man, referring back to this email that he sent to Ruth and Divine, my daughter's father, went to the trouble of creating a whole new email. I ain't never seen this email address ever. I was like, hmm? <laughs> when she asked me, who's, is this his name? I had to look at the credentials like, ah. I don't know that at gmail.com. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I see. Oh, wait, let me see the name. Yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, you went through such trouble. But isn't that like trouble? Trouble troubles itself, doesn't it? It goes through these amazing extremes just to try to see if it can ruffle a little bit of you. And I'm honored. I'm flattered that you would go through such trouble to try to see me through the valley of the shadow of death, but what you forgot about that Psalm 23, remember when we talked about that Psalm 23? What you forgot about that Psalm 23 is that now you got to sit here and see my head anointed with oil and it's going to overflow in the presence of my enemies. Remember that part? <laughs> it is what it is. He's probably not going to be the first trouble. He's not probably going to be the last. He, It's probably going to be whatever percentage used by him. And it's okay. I know your purpose, sir. D don't you take the power out of magic when you know that there's really no such thing as hocus pocus. It's actually just, a, you know, a visual delusion. That's what trouble is to me. It's a visual delusion. It looks like trouble but it's actually a disguise to get me and promote me to my next level. So permit the problem. Permit it. And I only come on this phone and tell you what I tell you because I, I never want to be that person that is like, uh, go get him, Tiger. And then me and my back at the lab, I'm like, meow. <laughs> you know, super like, bro, you telling these people to go be tigers and go be great. And then here you are like, Meow, 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 meow. Like, you real meow mix, ma'am. I'm never going to be that person, not not knowingly, not consciously. Nah, you got the wrong one. I'm just, mm-mm. 
Yeah, that's not going to be me. If if I'm telling you, A, no, you got to walk on that foot even if it hurts, then you're going to see me on the track limping with you. You see what I'm saying? If I'm saying you got to push through that contraction, then you got to push through that contraction. L- let's not get to the place ever where we forget that the pain is purposed. It is. You're not just having contractions just to have contractions. If you are, call the nine, the one, and the one. But nine times out of ten, those contractions are indicators that there's a promotion pending. You went from being pregnant to being mommy in just a couple of seconds. You know, that pain after the gym is an indication you did a good job yesterday, and these muscles soon come, Mayute. You understand? (laughs) soon come every pain is attached to a promotional promise don't you dare get caught up in just the first portion of that i'm always getting the short end of the stick maybe you're paying attention to the wrong side of the stick maybe so you myself me myself and i i just had to or anyone else I'm going to scream it to the mountaintops. I'm taking the power out of anything that's trying to make me powerless. Period. Capital T on the end. It is what it is. I get no pleasure on trying to pretend to be something I'm not. Trying to hide a portion of my life that didn't occur. That was the season in my life that doesn't make it the flavor of my ingredients. It was a seasoning. It's not my entire recipe. God knew that when he was making the gumball of all things awesome that I am, shouts out to your girl here. He knew that he had to put a couple of seasonings in that if I would have read the list, you know, a la carte, I would have been like, ooh, why you got to put that there? Uh, Scratch out 2007. I don't want that. I don't need that to be supreme gumbo, God. And he's like, listen, easy. Easy. You got a whole assignment of people that are coming along uh, this thing called life that will be coming alongside of you, that will be connected to you, that if I don't give you this experience, you can't touch their heart the way I need to. I need you to speak and I need them to hear me. I need you to speak and I need them to hear power. I need you to speak and I need them to hear that the underdog wins. I need you to speak and I need them to hear I need to run on this path and I need to go ahead and hit the ground running. I need them to know that if they don't have the shoes that they want now to run, that they can run those flip-flops like I need them to hear that and so here I am to save the day call me mighty mouse if you want it but I'm grabbing this phone with the intensity that I'm grabbing this phone to let you know listen we win we win it's okay to go ahead and take a time out you know out of all the boxing that I've ever seen out of all the boxing that I've ever seen, even if it went in the entire 12 rounds, people had a break. And when people had a break, they had somebody in their corner. And when it was somebody in their corner, they was going, all right, so this is what you need to do. He's kind of aiming for this, this, and this. I need you to go ahead and buy. But here's his weak spots. 
and here's your strong point because I've seen it in practice. And here, so I'm just that. I'm just, I'm just the your home girl in the corner going. Okay, so look, your ex is trying to cause some trouble, and it's cool. But here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a nice little fifty-fifty mixture of ignoring that and then also living in the truth. Don't you dare let them change your stance. You would not be that little air thing that you see on certain promotional grounds. You know the the thing that looks like whoa, like an overgrown Gumby. Yeah, you will not be that. You are gonna stand firm. You're gonna be unmoved. And when you get back in this thing called life, you live your truth. Don't you let nobody steal that from you ever. That will be a robbery to your experience. That will be a robbery to your promotion. We take everything that God allowed in our path and we make it the best ingredient of our life that we ever made so that when we serve ourselves to people, they are like, oh my gosh, where were you? And you're like, I was being worked on. You understand? Life is not difficult. Sometimes it can be difficult on how to manage because we don't know, should I go ham? Honey glaze? Like, you emailed what? You did what? Like, should I respond and say, hey, and should I do that? Should I give all that good, good energy? Listen, I've never seen a boxer screaming in the first, you know, while they're being announced. You're going to get these hands. You're going to blah, blah, blah. That's too much energy wasted. It's too much energy wasted. Mm-mm. I want you quiet because everything you've done in practice is getting ready to come out. Everything that you've been training on is getting ready to come out. And you know the dope part about trouble? It shows his cards too fast. Oh, you thought, <laughs> so your whole purpose is just to talk to me? Is that, to talk about me? Is that your only weapon of choice? Boo. I talk, but I talk to God. And it clearly says in the Bible, you know, touch not thine anointed. So when I talk, my talk is going to be prayer. And I think your talk, I think my talk kind of trumps your talk. Just a little bit. Because who I'm talking to, he not only has an ear, he has power. Who are you talking to? Oh, okay. You see, you, you feel me? I pray that every portion of my stance transfers through this phone and just makes it you hear that thing through that speaker and you like yo I will never look at trouble the same ever my challenge to you is I want you to strip trouble naked <laughs> and I'm giving you fierce eyes at this point like if you could see me through the phone I should FaceTime you so you could be like oh right I, I but you probably got an Android but that we ain't even going to gossip about you. nobody else's grandbaby. Um, but seriously, at this point, my challenge to you, permit the problem. Permit it. Look at this situation and be like, listen, I'm not finna be windmilling with you. <laughs> I'm not doing that's too much energy. I'm giving clean, clean body blows, sir, ma'am. Clean body blows. It's going to be real clear. Oh, you've grown. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I have. Clean. What I look like being out here in these streets, wimbling anybody verbally, anything. Like, what? It, bro, I'm working a purpose life. Like, these steps mean something now. I wish I would be out here trying to do any, trying to clean up what somebody else says or thought or what what i don't have money to try to care 
I don't have enough money to pay attention to that care. You understand? So that's my challenge to you. You're done chasing the tail of your past or people what people are doing. We're done with that. We're grown. We're big girls and big boys now. Like, you know, mommy, wow. Like, I'm a big kid now. Like, you understand? So listen, let them talk. Let them talk. Let them say what they want to say. Let them do what they want to do. But you know what they can never do? Stop God's plan. You know what they can never do? Stop your progress. You know what they can never I want you to go ahead and get this in your mind. Trouble is just a static to your television program. That's it. It's just a little, oh, okay, wait, we got to It's a connection issue. But once you get close to the source of the connection, clear pictures ahead. It's nothing. Listen, I, I could talk about this all day long. But I got to go ahead and go food shopping. That's my truth. I ain't going to hold you. I'm looking at the clock like, ah, I got another 45 hours of this in me. But it happened to me fresh off the press, so I just had to come out and just, hey, it is what it is. And whether it's now, 50 years from now, what have you, I'm going to always walk my truth gracefully. Gracefully. When them boys in the Bible looked at Jesus and was like, the Joseph's son? The Nazareth? I mean, for crying out loud, when he was picking disciples, he, Nathan was like, is there anything good that comes from Nazareth? People going to say what they want to say about you. They don't strip you of God's power. It is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be, baby. And I feel like you got what you needed, and I'm good. I I spit these bars in, in this telephone, and I go ahead and say what needs to be said. I put my shoulders back. I go ahead and reapply my deodorant because you know that it expires when I'm talking about these kind of things. And then I let this thing called L-I-F-E to the fullest. That's just where I'm at. But as my good, good nanny says, all right. I ain't going to hold you. Go ahead and strip them things. Don't let them hold you no more. We good on this end. You understand? From now, forever, forever more. Let the church say amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs>